Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are new and are a sensitive soul, like I am and so many of our tribe members, would love for you to get my free guide, the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. You can go to SensitiveSoulGuide.com and get a free copy of that, and uh, it'll show you the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. So today I have a very special guest. Her name is Faye Vale, and I met her through a mutual friend and actually podcaster as well, Miguel. And um, he said, "You're gonna have, you're gonna want to interview her." <laughs> and of course, Miguel and I have uh, had several shows together talking about uh, extraterrestrials. Uh, you know what? Who we call extraterrestrials? Um, and uh, you know, hybrid, uh, ET, human. Uh, hybrids and their role on Earth and the higher consciousness and all that kind of stuff. And he says, you know, you got to interview Faye. And so I went to Faye's Facebook page to look at some of the channeled artwork that she does, and it really, really resonated with me. Um, not only are they beautiful, but the images, very actually akin to some of the Inuit art I used to really love too as a child, was again very drawn to that style of, of art. And I thought, oh, I, I have to have her on the show. Uh, to share with us her story because so many of our tribe members are star seeds. So they have souls where they have experiences other uh, types of um, non-humans and other lifetimes, sometimes light beings, sometimes embodied beings, and now they're human. And so very many of them also have had their experiences with ET contact, sometimes positive, sometimes not so positive. But in this case, and Faye's work um, has been very interesting um, and you know, we're really looking forward to hearing more about how, you know, and quote unquote, ordinary housewife, mother for three, um, suddenly has ET contact and then begins channeling um, this this beautiful art with these vibrational, I call them vibrational messages for humanity. So welcome, Faye, to the show. Hi. Great to be on the show and to uh, be able to tell you my story. Yes, it's so interesting. So definitely, you know, tell us, like, how it all began. Like, how old were you? What were you doing at the time? Okay. Um, my first experience uh, began when I was in my early 20s. And um, I had a son at the time and another baby on the way. And... Um, what happened was we we had people around for coffee one evening and they didn't go till about 11 at night. So my husband went to bed because he got to go to work in the morning and I said, I'll just wash the coffee cups and tidy around and then I'll be up to bed. So he went to bed. By this time, it was getting up towards 12 o'clock in the evening, midnight, and uh, I'd wash the, the um, coffee cups up. And at the time, we had a milkman, so we would put the empty book on the front doorstep, and then the milkman would collect it in the morning and leave a new bottle of milk. So the last thing I did just before I went to bed was open the door and put the milk bottle on the step. As I did this, I heard this humming noise above and it, it, it was like a low humming and it just went, mm, mm, mm. Well, at the time we lived opposite the golf course, so there was nothing in front of the house. All the neighbors had gone to bed. <clears throat> so, the noise was coming from above, and as I looked up in the sky just above the houses, was this huge cigar-shaped craft, as I call it now. I know it's a craft now, but at the time, I didn't know what it was. And it was huge and cigar-shaped and bright orange. And wow. As it, yeah. As it hummed, it pulsated lighter and darker, so it pulsated with the humming noise. And it just sat there. Well, you can imagine, I was so scared. 
Yeah, here you are, a mom, you open your door, and you just see this humongous cigar-shaped orange craft humming outside your door. Okay. That's right, 12 (laughs) o'clock at night. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So uh, I did no more than run in and shut the door because it it scared the hell out of me, to be honest. But as I stood in the room, I could still hear the humming noise. So I was tempted to pull the blinds back and have another look. But um, I was wondering, well, if I do that, what may be looking in the window the other side at me? It scared me even more. Wow. But anyway, after after about um, five minutes, I got the courage to go to the door again because it was intriguing went to the door again and and it just sat there and I watched it for about five minutes in the end I just shut the door went to bed and in the morning I never even thought anything about it completely wiped out did you tell anybody no because I never even remembered it in the morning it completely was wiped out my mind it wasn't till um quite a while after that I remembered it and it was like wow. um, the, the beings in the craft. That I'd had that experience, but I wasn't meant to have remembered it. But I say that, uh, at, at the time, um, as I say, I had a young son. My son was about three years old. I was expecting okay. another baby. And uh, then my husband took Paulie. And uh, he was diagnosed with cancer, and um, I was nursing him at the same time. So I had two small children and a husband, and he passed away when he was 24, so he was only very young. So although this experience happened to me, there was so much going on in my life at the time that I never put anything you know, any thought to it, really. Okay. And as time passed, though, I began, I began to um, realize I had more psychic abilities. And uh, very often I would see ghosts or what I call spirit people. This was after the encounter. I would um, have dreams and dreams would come true. I would... Um, get premonitions like that and you know I I could walk in a room and I could probably smell perfume or cigars or whatever and it would be a spirit person so all that really heightened Uh, and also we had um, loads of activity in our house things would move on their own oh boy and and it just (laughs) went on and on Whoa, so, um, whoa. Yeah. And this is that, you know, and, and, and uh, but you didn't have an idea of why that was happening back then, right? That's right. And I never had my artwork then either. Mm. But then, um, so, so because of all the busy life things going on, I, uh, I didn't follow anything up, but I, I did become very aware of them. Um, my psychic side, very aware. And then when my boys were older, uh, we lived near water and uh, they were going fishing one evening. They used to go night fishing. So they said, oh, mum, get us up at three in the morning. <laughs> I thought, oh, poor mum. Oh, wow. Okay. To, get, to get, get the children off fishing. Although they were old enough to go on their own, it was only across the road. So my alarm went off at two in the morning. Well, the first thing I did was look out of the curtains or the blinds to see whether um, it was raining because the boys were going fishing. As I looked out of the blinds, again, there was five stars in the shape of like, you know, the dots, do you know dominoes, the game dominoes? Yes. Oh, well, the, the number five is like four, 
and then one in the middle, isn't it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think most, I always say that because that's exactly how the the stars, what I thought the stars were placed. So I, I was looking at them in the sky and I thought, I've never seen stars in that formation before. And as I thought it, they started darting all over the place at tremendous speeds and ridiculous turns and they they were they were spaceships again. Wow, uh, but they weren't they, the same kind, right? As before they weren't cigar shaped and orange, they were different looking? Yeah, these were more like they looked like stars. They were like just okay. bright lights. But really bright okay, lights. Okay. And um so I watched them for about five minutes and then just carried on with what I was doing, like getting the boys up and getting them off to fishing. But after that again, I, I had so many paranormal things happen that I actually Did you got... you have more? Um, yeah, I, I uh, actually okay. got a paranormal group up and uh, we did... Um, we would go to people's uh, haunted places and send the spirits on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, 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 but it's totally ridiculous to how I was before all this happened. I, I can, It completely changed me. You know, there was a cl- complete right. transformation. Because I've never been interested in things like that. My life had been too busy. And it, it carried on. And say, I got this group so we we would go and we would help people to cleanse the houses of unwanted spirits not so much unwanted more lost spirits that just wanted to return so the, the next time I had a UFO the profound one where my art started was in 2007 so this has happened my art since then and how that began was because I had a paranormal team, we would meet up with other paranormal teams once every two months. And we'd just show what we've got on video or audio and, you know, the evidence. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, the place where we was doing this was actually haunted by a little boy. So the lady own the establishment where we was uh, doing the paranormal meeting. We was chatting to her, me and my friend, till about 12 o'clock at night. She was telling us about the boy goes there. So it was 12 o'clock before we decided to go home. My friend was driving, and um, we, this time we'd moved into Lincolnshire, the middle of Britain. So we'd moved house and we lived in Lincolnshire so we were driving back to Lincolnshire where we live after the meeting and again it was 12 o'clock at night we're driving along and they're, they're like country roads where there's hardly any lighting so they're quite dark windy roads and as we go in along the road a white owl flew straight past the windscreen, settled in the tree at the side. Well, it made me jump because it flew so close to the windscreen. So just after that happened, coming towards us on the road, straight at us, was this white light. Well, we thought it was a car with the lights on full beam, what they call full beam. So because sometimes uh, in the evening when it's dark in the dark roads when they've got the headlights on it looks like one light when it's a a way away but as it came towards us it just got brighter and brighter and it came at a tremendous speed and it started to fill the whole of the road up so our car's going along and this light coming head on towards us at a tremendous speed and my friend who was driving just slammed her foot on the brake to stop the car because we thought it was going to hit us. 
right. she did that, we came to a standstill and it just went backwards and disappeared. So wait a second. How how big did it look to you guys and how close was it to you guys, do you think? How close? It was right to, to, up to the car and it was massive. It was it came right. It was like a big round ball of white light. But it, it, it was right the whole width of the road and beyond it was just like a massive round white light. But the strange so it wasn't close enough that you could have walked to it if you wanted oh, to? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That close. Wow. But we thought it was going to hit the car because it came at a tremendous speed. Right. So, uh, and so we just stopped the car, and then it just shot backwards, and it was gone within seconds. Two weeks after that, my art began. <laughs> uh, and I can't okay. explain what happened, but um, it must have been a, a couple of weeks after we had that experience. So did you do any art before that? No, no, I I was a busy housewife with two kids <laughs> and going to work as well, so like two children. So, no, never never had time to do any. I never even thought about it, to be honest. Okay. Wow. Wow. So I you know. had this urge to, to start drawing. What happened was um, a couple of weeks after the last encounter with the big white light on the road, um, I was woken up about three in the morning with this thought in my head, get paper and pencil, get 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 something to draw with. So this is three o'clock in the morning. I'm diving out of bed looking for pencil and paper, not knowing why. Uh, and I can't explain, but the urge was so bad and so strong that uh, I couldn't do any other than look for paper. All I could think was, I need paper and pencil or paper and pen. Okay. I got paper that was and just pen. Like a singular focus. That's right. And uh, I got paper and pen. And the, the, the strange thing was that um, I was using my left hand and I'm right-handed person. So, uh, and like, I was just scribbling like a two-year-old. <laughs> so, it, it, you know when you, um, if, if you use your hands you don't normally use, you've not got the control how do you like in your normal hand. Right. So, it was yep. just scribbled. Okay. But, but I was so compulsed to do it, so compulsed, okay. and I'd do these scribbles went on for about six weeks and I, okay. I just get this compulsory urge to pick paper and pen out and do it whenever. Okay. Sometimes I, I, I was late for work because I, I, I'd be doing something and I'd start drawing and I couldn't stop. All these things were <laughs> out really. <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Now, now, do you personally, I know I'm kind of jumping, but do you personally feel like it's a specific species of ETs that you channel, or are they I have all groups of different galactic families? Different ones, and some come from planets that um, we've not really heard of yet. But what, what happens is um, I will get a drawing, and I don't know what it's about or what I'm going to get. It starts as a dot or a scribble. And then okay. it, some, sometimes they're drawn upside down, sometimes they're drawn on the side, and not till I turn it round do I see what it is. Mm-hmm. So it, wow. it's just... Wow, so you just draw, and then it could be like doesn't look like anything to you, and then you turn it upside down, and all of a sudden you see the actual finished image. That's right. That's right. And um, Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> so 
So you're saying, okay, mul- so you feel like you're channeling multiple different beings, different species, the okay, art different depending on who it is. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Who, whoever comes through, um, is, is, I don't always draw beings. Sometimes I draw scenes on other planets. I've had pictures of um, crafts. I've had pictures drawn of um, different species to show you different species in the universe. I've had um, drawings of where they land their craft, all sorts of things. I even had um, plans for an airflow system. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, like engineering. I don't even (laughs) understand any of it. (laughs) Wow, wow. That's that is just fascinating. Now, this is a kind of a you know interesting question. I hope you don't mind it. Um, do you ever channel art that disturbs you? Yeah. Like that, um, that looks dark or that, that scares yeah. you after you figure out what you just drew. And what does that all mean well, to you? Uh, it never really gets that far because um, most of the energies, uh, anybody who channels will or, or our psychic abilities, or even ordinary people who who don't, you know, don't realise they have psychic abilities. You know, if if an energy doesn't feel right, it's it's like when you walk in a room and and somebody's had an argument or something, and straight away you feel the energy of it. So what happens okay, okay. is, yeah. So what happens is when I'm drawing, sometimes. I don't like the energy, and I know that it's 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 channeling or I'm being channeled darker energy. So it, it's a bit like the spirit world. There's dark side and there's the light side, uh-huh. that sort of thing. So if if I get halfway through a drawing and the energy feels really intense and I don't like it. I just put my pen down and I say out loud, I am not drawing for you. And I'll tear the page out, throw it in the trash bin, and then I'll put my hands under cold water and wash my hands, and then I won't draw for a while. Okay, so you personally don't feel like you've been injured or anything like that when that happens, do you? No, no, because uh, but, but then, then like I have when when I first had the experience before my after my arc, I did have things in my bedroom and I would wake up with bruises and different things, which okay. is quite scary. <laughs> right, and what do you think happened during the sleep where you were asleep? I don't know really. I, I, whether I Got, I, I did have a regression once and I remembered being on board a ship so whether I was taken on board and if, if you get into uh, people who've been abducted and things like that uh, many of them have marks on their bodies and that which I did quite often and I couldn't explain them because I'd only just slept but um I think it's because they're interested in us as a human race. Uh-huh. Well, there in my personal experiences, um, you know, we have you know those that are um, more in that light and love vibration uh, that are helpers. Sometimes they're um, that we used to be before we were human. And uh, I've even had you know the not me personally, but uh, some of my clients tested that um, they may have had an implant and they were freaked out over it initially, but we asked specifically what it was for, (laughs) you know. Uh, And some of them weren't for the highest good for certain people, but for some people it was a way in which that they could do some automatic healing on them as a human uh, from the species that they were previously. So we in, in humans are unfortunately conditioned, as you know, to think negatively of other beings from other planets. It's like this automatic alien invasion, negative, you know, thought pattern that we've been conditioned to believe, um, and that's not uh, 
you know, that's that's not the grand majority of what's really going on, at least no. in my experience. That, that's correct. That's correct. And I, I, I think because of all the things that happened to me all at once, is um, you, you get the fear because you don't understand what's happening to you. Once you understand, then it's totally different. Totally different. Right. The fear's gone. You, and then it sounds like that's you know right. you have your senses of healthy boundaries, you know, you've become very clairsentient and, you know, clair, clair, a lot of clairs, <laughs> clairvoyant and, and, you know, all that, uh, those kind of senses. So, yeah, there may be some negative interference, but it sounds like you're handling those very well and you're not scared. Well, I had uh, an amazing healing from um, the ETs, as they call them, or universal friends shall we say and, sure uh, yeah tell us about that healing well um, what happened is uh, my mum uh, had glaucoma which, which is an eye condition and you can go blind quite earlier on in your life if, if it's not if it's not um, looked at but it is a condition that's uh, not curable so about Six years ago, I got diagnosed with it because it can be a hereditary. So I got diagnosed with glaucoma, and uh, I had to um, go to the hospital. I'd been going for four and a half years. I had to put drops in my eyes three times a day. Otherwise, I could have gone blind. And then... Wow, uh-huh. Yeah. What, what happened was, when Miguel happened, helped me to produce my book, three weeks, uh, two, three weeks later, I had to go to the hospital for my checkup for my eyes, saying I've been going four and a half years. When I went, they did loads more tests on my eyes than what they normally did. They normally did. So I was thinking something was really wrong. And at the end of the appointment, the consultant asked to see me. And I went in his office and he said, do you want to know the outcome? And I said, yes. And I I was expecting bad news, to be honest. He said, "Your, your, your glaucoma has completely gone and there's no damage to your eyes whatsoever. Wow, wow. I've been going there four and a half years, having treatment. You don't have to come anymore. And that was three weeks after I produced my book. And I think it's because I had done that and and showed the art that I was getting. And it was like, you've done this for us. We're doing this for you. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah. And I, that's I, a I can't beautiful story. Yeah. That, that, that is amazing. Um, and, you know, tell us about, uh, well, actually, before you tell us about your book, uh, let me just share with everyone listening in live or on the replay your website so they can take a look at some of your art. There's a gallery there. And also in the shop, I noticed that, first of all, you can get a copy of your book signed. Uh, uh, we'll ask about you about how, how that happens. And then there's also one that's very interesting or could be very interesting to people um, where you can do like a personalized reading through art. So so a person gets, you know, you channeling, you know, the energy and, and you have art and then there's a typewritten um, explanation. So maybe you can talk about those two things. How, you know, what's your book about? What's it, uh, how do we get a signed copy? And then uh, tell us about some of the things in, in your store, including the personalized reading and art. Right. So um, my book is called E.T. as Artist. And it, it tells my story, my story of what, how it all began. And then it, it has my drawings in, and there's drawings of beings, there's drawings of galactic animals uh, who are on other planets, there's um, 
there's illustrations of the light language I get because I get strange writing as well. Oh, that's um, cool. But, yeah, uh, and lots of lot, lots of really um, nice things to, to help man to go to go through the life. Right. Uh, so, one, so as people read and and look at the images, the art, what what happens to them, or what have you noticed happening to them? Oh, there's lots of lots of the lines in them uh, reach their consciousness and it, it expands their consciousness. And very often, very often, um, I will do a drawing and put it online and somebody will just say, that drawing speaks to me and I usually just let them have it because it's not always my drawing. And, and lots of people get, um, it changes their consciousness. I can't explain it really. It just it just happens. Okay, that's yeah, that's really interesting. Um, and uh, the website, everyone, is www.galactic-art.co.uk. Yes, so galactic-art.co.uk, and we'll put that uh, in the show notes as well, so you can go directly there and. Um, yeah, so tell us about the the personalized art reading. What's what, what you know, what what happens there? Um well, usually my art, I, I can do it I can be having a conversation with somebody and, and I'll just do it or I can be watching T V and I'll just do it. So how that came about was um I I felt that I could um if I turn into the energy, then the drawings can begin. So, if a person emails me and sends a, a photograph of the self, I can look at the photograph and, and tune into their energy. And then a drawing will come. And then from the drawing, I, I can read the lines. And, and the lines will tell me uh, there's a personalised reading, there's a reading in art. So each each line on the art will give a different a different sort of um, scenario of what it's about. And then there's the conclusion at the end where we pull it all together and and conclude the whole reading. So the actual person will get a piece of art plus a personal reading a reading in art and a conclusion ah that is so beautiful i'm thinking about my nephews and nieces here (laughs) (laughs) Um, actually do you this is a practical question but um one of my nephews has had uh let's just say a lot of challenges in his life um and uh He's in a in a space where he's kind of between, you know, that asleep state and that wanting to awake state, and so he doesn't take much many photos of himself. Um, and I do would like this to be like a, a surprise gift for him. So, can you take a, a photo from like say Facebook that I download from like 2016, or do you need something more recent? No, it'd be fine as long as I can see the the face. Okay. Uh, a good photo of the face, and that's fine. And then okay, um, yeah, just... that's great. <laughs> yeah, some of his photos look a little dark, like energetically. So I'm like, I don't know whether I want to send you those, but there is one with him smiling. So I was like, okay. Oh, that uh, would be great. Yeah, yeah, that that would be great. Um, yeah, I think this makes for an amazing like gift. Uh, for a loved one, you know, obviously who's, you know, into art, but, but um, to have something personalized like that, that is amazing that you have that. Um, I also see that you have spiritual reading cards here and, yeah. um, you know, obviously the, the big, you know, prints um, for your artwork as well. You've got planetary animal cards. Um, one question uh, that's coming through to me to ask you is that do you make, like, 
you know, if, if okay, so say I wanted to have a customized art that was me, um, is there a way in which we could use that art to, for example, make bookmarks, like, for our family members, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, yeah, them, no problem. Like that. Um, yeah, um, so, okay. <laughs> and uh, do you do any, <laughs> like, um, third-party, like, selling stuff? Like, if we made something that was, say, I don't know, coasters or not that I would make coasters at this point. I'm just making stuff up here. Um, like or like a tumbler or a glass or something like that. Is that something that's allowed if it's a personalized artwork? Yeah, as long as um it had my name on it, say uh, yeah. it was by me, that's fine. Mm. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. And um, and I guess that if people buy your book, they should buy it from your website to get a signed copy. Is that how it works? Can you share how yeah, that works? Yeah, or, or you can get it on uh, Amazon as well. It's it's uh, on Amazon for sale as well. Can they get it signed if they get it from Amazon, or should they get it from you directly? I have to get it directly if they want it signed, but um, it's no okay. problem. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that is fantastic. So how often, like in a week, for example, or in a month, would you get that urge to channel art? Just curious. Every day. Every day, oh my gosh. <laughs> I've got over 3,000 drawings. Oh my That's gosh. without my artwork on the walls. Oh my gosh. So how do you, like, what do you do with them? Like, do you just post some on Facebook or your blog or like what what happens? I um I post them on Facebook. I've got a, a Facebook page called ET Connections which um I post things on for people who have had ET experiences. Uh, because um so many people have been in touch saying they've had experiences and never spoke about it. Uh, because I do do talks and tell people what I do, and it's amazing how many people at the end of the talk will come forward and say, I've had experiences and never spoke about it. Because people yeah. um, uh, ridicule others when they have right. these experiences, and it's only because they don't understand. But, um, it, They're more the common reason, than... Sorry? than the media would let us think they're more the AP contact um you know experiences yeah it's it's coming out in the open a lot more now but um, especially in america isn't it well yeah i guess the uh, pentagon decided to release information that ets are real but they did it in such a silly way that uh, <laughs> i'm not sure if it helped or hurt um yeah, because uh, there's a lot of conditioning going on. Now, one of the questions that has come up is, you know, what, like, for example, you channeled a, quite a bit of art that you had uh, put on your blog uh, after the coronavirus. So people are wondering, did you get any galactic messages related to humanity, related to the pandemic, and would you be willing to share what you interpreted or learned? Yeah, um, I, I did um, a fold-up. Um, called The Shift, where I put some of my writing on that I got during the, the, the pandemic. The, 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 thing, the thing is, um, here's one here, and I, I had a drawing of a being, and I can ask, I can ask questions and they will answer uh, in automatic writing. So okay. I asked if they had a message for Earth, and the message was, yes, go and be who you are, as man has been given all the tools to succeed. So it says, only the ones who neglect the rules will be lost. Wow. So what do they mean by the rules? Do you know what they mean by the rules? Neglecting well, the rules? the rules, what rules, they're not really rules, it's just, um, do do your best on earth, you know, and and don't don't be ruled by greed and, and man's failing, shall I say? And very often we get writing that 
tells us to look after our planet and look after the earth. And the thing is, when you've had these experiences, it becomes very important to you. Not that the planet isn't important anyway, but it sort of emphasizes you more to, to look after your planet and to, to give love to people and to smile at people and to help people. Because the ETs are coming in very close now to help our planet. Cause they're, 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 they're seeing in the universe that we need help. And they're coming in very close to help us. Right. So some people are asking, well, if they're here to... I, I know kind of the answer to this one, but I want to ask you anyway. Um, if they're coming to help, why aren't they, you know, getting rid of the bad people and, you know... Since they have high technology, why don't they just zap these people to some other planet <laughs> so we're not slaves anymore? Like, you know, do they actually share anything in that realm related to that? Like, well, you know, that, that help. How are they helping? They're helping by, by w- w- although we think that, like, we're being zapped and that, when we've had the lockdowns and that, and, and we've been confined to our homes or not mixing. This has gave a lot of people a lot of time for thought. So we're actually being used like that to go into ourselves and to realize the important things in life, which, okay, we've got technology. Technology is going to keep moving on anyway. But they're trying to get us back to the things that are the most important in our lives. Many, many families have learned a lot more about each other by not having to go to work, seeing the children grow up more, helping elderly people. Although the pandemic not been good in one way it's been amazing in another uh-huh. yes yes and um almost like no matter what happens in the outside world that there's always two sides of it um that's so-called. right yeah so i mean preferred and non-preferred but you know sometimes people judge it as good or bad uh i know those are very polarity you know, words that a lot of our higher ET friends don't really even use anymore. Um, so I like to say what works and what doesn't work. And uh, you're right. I, I That's, you know, some of the experiences people have been sharing and of, of being able to actually communicate to their family members in a way, in, a, in, in an intimate way that they haven't been before or they were taking things for granted and now they don't. Um or even, for example, you know, some, you know, parents uh, concerned about their, uh, in some locales in the world, their their children being forcibly vaccinated when they don't give informed consent because of the, the laws and rules coming to various countries, and they're realizing that if they don't have those conversations with their children, about what's okay and what's not okay and sovereignty and things like that, that it's much easier for them to just go with whatever everybody else is doing. <laughs> right, and not make a personal decision. So it's like these opportunities for our families to actually really get to know one another in a better space and to learn to communicate in a peaceably way. And it's not easy. It's not easy. No, it's not. And and also um, people have gone out into nature a lot more. They've gone for walks and they're they're pulling in the, the important things in life rather than, you know, what's in the supermarket or what can I buy online, those are medium, medium things really, you know, compared to having your family around you and being able to make decisions with each other and even just to have the time to read stories to children. I mean, it's not these yeah. people's fault. We all have to go out to work to earn money to keep a roof over our head and, 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 and pay the bill. But because we do, we have to do that nowadays, we lose lots of precious time with people who we love very dearly. So uh, there is 
a lot of good come out of it. And the thing what will come out of it is change. And whether it's good yeah. change or bad change, what's happening to us on a personal level is giving us more strength. The more that we get thrown at us, the stronger we get because we're helping each other. And, and all those, you know, the vaccinations may be separating people. It's also bringing a lot of people together in different ways. That's right. Yeah, that's that's my experience as well. Um, do you have people that you work with or, or that, you know, talk to you related to your art um, who say that sometimes they feel uh, closer or more connected to people they don't have not even met, like over the Internet, maybe their, you know, ET colleagues, friends, more than their human families who do not resonate necessarily with, you know, their vibe? Like, do you hear that a lot? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, my own two sons and uh, most of my family don't resonate with what happened to me but and wow. my daughter does my daughter's very spiritual but my two boys don't resonate at all I don't even get asked what I do anymore because they just don't get it so what, wow. you know, when these things happen to you it's very difficult and that's another reason that I do my talks and talk about what I do. And the way that happened was when I first moved to Glastonbury in England, I went to a talk and a medium was on that evening. And he was talking about how his mediumship began, how he began by um, talking to spirit people who came to him. At the end of the evening, I was going out the door and there was a young lady in front of me and she was about 19 years old. But she looked really upset and I tapped her on the shoulder and I said, are you okay? And she burst into tears and she said, no, not really. She said, I've had spirit people coming to me since I was little. She said, and I'm so frightened and I don't know what to do. And after that, after that experience with that young girl, I thought, well, I've had these experiences. There must be other people who are like her and so frightened. And so I began to show my art and talk about my art and talk about what happened to me. And it... I, I remember doing a talk one night and this man, he must have been about 80 years old and he came up to me at the end and shook my hand and he said, thank you very much. He said, our ETs have contacted me since the age of five and I've never, ever spoke about it. And he said, thank you so much. Wow. So, so like, you know, when we have these things happen to us or we have strange premonitions, we must talk about it because because we can't deny it's happened. And basically, we've all got these skills. It's just that we've forgotten them. We've let them go rusty because other things seem more important. But I, I think the lockdown brought out a lot more things. Lots of people remember gifts that there's they had that they hadn't used for a long time, like art, like writing. So many people have done so many things, and it's just amazing that this is the way it's supposed to go. Because the human, the human is, is so gifted and, and so capable of doing so many things that we, we, um, we forget. <laughs> That is true. We we get into our roles that we learned about. You earn money, you do this, you get good grades, you know, if you're a kid, you know, you do what you're told or, you know, be a good person, be an obedient citizen, you know, all these different things. And we, uh, you know, the first thing they caught sometimes in these school programs is art, you know, um, and because uh, they think it's not necessary or not needed, you know, creative arts, things like that. It's sort of like, ah, you know, because in in human history, at least recent human history, we've really focused on the left brain and math and science and technology and really as if it's its its own god, you know, 
technology and science as God um, and not have uh, given as much respect, if you will, uh, and honoring the the right brain stuff, which is, you know, the art and the creativity and intuition and, and things like that. Um, so I think we're seeing kind of a resurgence uh, of that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no, mean, that, that's if you go back to um, Egyptians and lots of people um, find the Egyptian uh, culture so fascinating, I do myself. All the things we know about Egyptians or earlier civilizations are nearly always um, depicted in art because art speaks every language. Uh Yes, good point. The information is so... You can look at a piece of art and there's so much information in it and we don't have to, like I said, speak the same language. Yeah, that is so that, and that's really clever, the ETs, to come give somebody, you know, the the skill to do the art that they, it, it's a communication, actually, uh-huh. that we can all understand. If we yeah, don't understand so it, then we can feel the vibration of it. Yeah, just looking at the art, it's like the energy comes through. Like there's a there's a messaging in there. I know you have titles, you know, and 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 uh, for for each of the artwork. Um, now on your website, um, you don't have as many pictures uh, uh, like you do on the Facebook page. Is that because they're in the blog or because they're really not for sale? Some of these. No, no, it's because um, because I draw every night. Um, if, if something comes through which is quite relevant to what's happening today or a message that's going to help people because of the, the situation uh, that we're in now, then I'll put it on because it, it's all high vibration to, to lift the spirits, basically. So yeah. all my artworks to sell, if, if you see, I mean, a lot of people, if it really talks to them, I'll just post it to them. It's for them, not me. I need the artwork. Sorry? I said that's fascinating. Well, you have, you know, there there seems to be a female um, maiden in, in a lot of the work. Is that the same person or species? Cause, oh, sometimes know. I do get the same ones. And they'll come through. It's like um, it, it's a bit like um, people who work with angels, and they'll get Archangel Michael. Or sometimes you get quite high beings that will come back again. Uh, there, there is like a council that I've had drawings of, and they they're called the wise ones. And the wise ones will uh, very often come in a drawing and, and give a message. Okay. Uh, there's it. a message here that just says, flying isn't about machines. It's about feeling comfortable in your own space. Hmm. That resonates. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, so there's lots of messages like that that really, really um, help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, there's fascinating. another one here that, that says past lives can weigh you down when you carry old energy. Seek the deliverance your soul deserves. Oh. Wow. That's so, all sorts of messages. Uh, do you know why, um, you know, some of the black and white drawings that you have, which are very uh, some, you know, sometimes very, very different from the colored ones that you have, but sometimes they're combined as well. They really remind me of Inuit art. So do you know yeah, why they're so that. similar? Yeah. Do you think Inuit art is also channeled or that maybe the Inuit are actually ETs or, I don't know, just speculating here? <laughs> I, re- I really can't answer that because I don't know. I, like I say, it begins with a dot or a line and whatever comes. But 
a, lo a lot of it does uh, resonate with that type of art. Yes, it does. Uh, and I've noticed that myself. But, but then lots of great people came in, last, in the old generations, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Now, do you have a favorite? A favorite Or do your favorites change? Favorite, yeah, favorite piece of art that you've channeled. Is there one that is just like... Um, your number there, one. There's several, there's several actually. Okay. <laughs> well, one's quite quite sweet, and it, it's just called a mother's love, and it's a mother and child, and it's really sweet. That one is. I do love that one. And then there's just some ETs that the faces or or they they just fascinate me. What are the names of the those art? Did you did you put names on those uh, pieces of art? I only put names on if I get a name. I don't always get a name and because um, oh, okay. the ETs don't. This, this is a thing that humans do put names on everything. Right, the right. ETs, yeah. The ETs say it's not necessary. You don't need to name it, name anything. Uh, they will name some planets sometimes, but. Um, Mm. Yeah, speaking of planets, this is uh this is a loaded question and you may not know the answer either based on your communication, but um you know, there's definitely some people who feel that our earth is actually not a round blue ball sphere. Uh but that is more like a, you know, um it's a bubble, but it's more like flat in the bubble, like almost like a contact lens. Uh, whereas we've been told and taught that all the planets are round, they're spherical, and our solar system, you know, they all circle around each other this way. So just curious whether or not you've had anything come through you that does anything different. Not really. I, I've not really had any information about the shape of the planets. It, you get more information about the vibration of the planets. So whether the sound vibration from the planet um, gives the, the shape of it, I, I don't know. I, I suppose the, the most people who would know the shapes would be astronauts. <laughs> right. Then, well, yeah, but then you can't always... Right, and then, but unfortunately, uh, you know, the, there are some a lot of uh, mistruths uh, shared That's with correct. humanity related to uh, NASA and those kinds of people. So people don't know who to trust anymore, you know. I, I know what you're saying because, like, we're told so many different things and, and it's impregnated in us. Uh, and so we believe what we're told. But before the Internet started, before um, there was any Internet, Basically, you only knew the people who lived around you or True. the road you lived in or the street you lived in. You didn't know about other cities, only what you learned at school in history. But you never experienced like we experience things now. And, and mm -hmm. so we can go on the internet and research everything uh, and loads of things. But, but what we can't do is say is this really true so whether the planets are round or not I've always thought they were round but is that because I like you said like I was taught it or is it a feeling but I I would say go on the vibration of the planet whatever vibration because you know, you know when we're really stressed and everything and we think I really need to sit somewhere where it's quiet, where there's peace. Yeah. And I think when you do that, you tune into the vibration of the, the planet. And, and then the question doesn't come in your head, is it round, is it this shape, is it that shape? What That's comes true. in your head is this amazing feeling of peace because you're listening yeah. to the vibration of the planet. So... When I look at it that way, I think, well, does it really matter what shape it is? 
it's how it feels. Yeah, I love that answer. Thank you. <laughs> that that is just beautiful. Yeah, it's it's so true. And it, you know, and the thing is, you know, the artwork that you're doing is um, when you're drawing, you know, Earth or planet, so to speak. Yeah. It's it's on 2D, so it's you know, it it um, you couldn't tell anyway. You know what I mean? If it were a sphere or flat or whatever and like you said it may be irrelevant um, you didn't say that but you know it's really the the vibration the feeling you know that we have um, and I'm really into sacred geometry so uh, yeah, that's that, nice. that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah so I'm just going to share your uh, website again so it's uh, www.galactic-art.co.uk um, you can check out the blog, the shop, and also on uh, Facebook as well under uh, Faye Vale Galactic Art. And you can see um, there's a plethora of, of beautiful images here. Um, and uh, I keep coming back to this one here on Facebook, uh, Faye, um, maybe because the mom reminds me of me, but it's called the Family Unit of Love. Um, All right. Spiral. Yeah. There's a spiral in there. So you actually uh, labeled it uh, somewhere else as well, uh, so something about the spiral of, of love or something. So can you remember, like, what that, uh, the spiral of life, so that you named it two different things and two different times where you posted it? So do you have any sense of, um, you know, give us a little bit more about what that one means? Well, the spiral of love is, is the spiral of life, really, because we all love life in lots of different ways. Okay, life isn't always good to us, but then life can be very good to us. And it, it's, we all have choices to do things. Sometimes we pick the wrong things. Sometimes we pick the right things. So everything is a storybook of our lives. So it's the spiral of life, the spiral of love, and the spiral of, I have choice, I can do this. So the drawings can show up lots of different ways to read them, and whichever way resonates with you the most is the way that you follow it. So if it resonates to you the most, the spiral of love, then obviously your your main um, the main thing that lights you up or, or opens your heart is your love or the spiral of life is, is like an adventure. It's like your passion lighting up. So do you think of the spiral of life? It's the passion for life and the passion to do the things that make your life the spiral of love. Mm, beautiful. Ah, Faye, it's been such a pleasure to interview you today, learn about your ET experiences. I want to thank you for your role uh, in you know, channeling this beautiful art and giving us these beautiful messages and for sharing through your speaking, you know, uh, helping other people feel okay and safe and, and uh, happy that they're not alone, that they've had uh, contact and uh, that they don't have to be scared and it can be a beautiful experience. So, again, you know, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you for allowing me to come on. It's been a pleasure to speak to you and, and uh, all the people who, who are listening. Thank you so much. You've got such a kind, sweet voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, I'll be ordering my personalized art soon. <laughs> oh, you're very and, welcome. Uh, I'm I'm so I'm going to be so excited about that, and I'm sure my husband will want that as well. And uh, I'm just trying to find a non-goofy picture of him, but that's who he is. So maybe I'll just send you goofy <laughs> pictures of him. Just, just <laughs> it's like, does he not have a goofy face in this picture? You know. <laughs> you can uh, just email it to me at my email address, which is on the website anyway. Yes, I see if it there. If you just email the photo, and then I, it, it takes. Uh, about three days to do. The art comes quickly but and the reading, but then I type it all out and it comes in a little presentation folder. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, well, certainly no rush. Um, and uh, I, it, it's just a beautiful, you know, absolutely beautiful service and a great gift uh, to, to give to anyone. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for, for who you are, Faye, and thanks again for being on the show. Thank you very much. Blessings. And thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Lots of love. Bye, everyone. Bye.